0: welcome to pardon the intermission a podcast that takes a look at movies TV and all things entertainment from the past the present and the future remember to subscribe and like the podcast and give a review this helps out the podcast and is greatly appreciated now on to the show yes hey yes. everybody welcome back welcome to the pardon-
1: Pardon the intermission. I'm sorry. I totally <laughs> cut you off there, didn't I?
0: <laughs> no, I was just gonna say I was kind of I was gonna wait for you to do it. We didn't really plan that too well. As you no, can see. That, we gotta, that was
1: bad. In fact, let's just do a redo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we got We got to uh, rehearse a little bit more. Yeah, our, right. Sorry uh, about intro, that, guys. But, yeah. Hey, I'm Jason and I'm Eric. Yeah, and welcome we'll, back. Welcome to the show. Hey, we got uh, an exciting show for you this this time around. Mm-hmm. We're gonna start off talking uh, House of Dragons. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So. Yes. Uh, um, Jason, now yes. House of Dragons. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you up front. Mm-hmm. I was not gonna watch this. Okay. And I'm gonna tell you why, because yeah. I was disgusted, disgusted with Game of Thrones.
1: You mean how it ended?
0: How it ended. Okay. Uh, how it ended. Yeah, okay, let me let me let, let me explain, yes, yeah. how it ended. Because I mean obviously I love Game of Thrones. <clears throat> like most people out there, I think I think I'm in the majority actually. You know, you we are. love we love Game of Thrones. Yep. Um, for some reason, when when the books ran out for the ride the show the show writers, yep. all of a sudden the show got kind of wonky, and I'm like, okay, I'm hanging in there, and then the end just completely fell apart. Yep. And I'm like, listen, I'm not gonna go through. I know there's different. These are different uh, uh, people involved with in this show. Yeah. But I was like, I'm not going through this heartbreak again. Including but the
1: author George R R Martin.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I decided to do it. I went ahead and 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 I did it. Yeah. And I'm gonna say, so far, I'm not disappointed. How about I, you?
1: I'm not either. Uh, I want to say it's it's obviously Game of Thrones redux, but because uh, I mean, you, you see a lot of skin like you did in the in the series, at least for the first three seasons or so. But uh, yeah, I'm not disappointed either. In mm. fact, I got to tell you, I we know that the we know that this series takes place a thousand years before the events of Game of Thrones, okay. and that it focuses on House Targaryen. Which yes. we know was mentioned quite frequently in the Game of Thrones series and the books, et cetera, et cetera. <clears throat> and I got to tell you, Eric, when I always when I've, I've read the books, most of them, mm. and I always wondered what the Targaryens were really like because we know that they were portrayed as being uh, cruel and uh, sinister, and they were just vile, and they had a very um, dictatorial type of ruling over. Is that, is that how
0: they're portrayed in the books? Uh,
1: yeah, they're actually portrayed worse in the books, actually. Wow. Um, but so yeah, I always wondered what the Targaryens would were really like. Well, now we know what they're like, and we already know well, that some of them, some of them are yes. Yeah. Uh, but so yeah, we know th- this series obviously will focus on the tar- on on House Targaryen and how they came to power, but then how that power fell down and how they lost it. And then how it affected the rest of the... Uh,
0: the realm. Oh, the rest the realm. Rest of the realm. Yeah. yeah. The realm is yeah. the stories of the lies. Exactly. Whatever. The right stories of the lies. <laughs> I can't say like that guy yeah. said. Yeah. But yeah, so, so far yes. I like
1: it. So far it has some interesting storylines to it. And uh, obviously we're only, I think, what, three episodes into well, we're it? We're
0: three into it. Now, you said you've only watched up two so uh, far. Just up first up to two. two so far, yeah. It's two, and I, I've yeah. watched all three. Okay. Yeah. You know, I got to say, yes, Um, it is. It has a different feel to it. You know, Game of Thrones definitely had a lot of players in it. And especially in the beginning, you know, and and for me coming from the side of not reading the books and just kind of jumping into it, you know, it it was a lot to really keep track of. Right. But they did a pretty good job in Game of Thrones to kind of tell the stories of these characters. Yeah. And I'll admit, I've spent a lot of time on uh, 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 YouTube, you know, watching other guys that did these breakdowns. And that, and that really helped me a lot with the show because I got these characters and I, and I was able to find out their histories because a lot of the show didn't go into that. Yeah. You know, uh, the original Game of Thrones, now right, I'm talking, right. didn't go into that. So it, it really helped me connect everything when the show was going on. Um, the, uh, this show, though, has a different feel to it. Because like you're saying, it's it's based on the, just the, uh, the Targaryens, mm-hmm. um, and it and so you're just getting kind of their view at this point. It's not yep. really everybody else's. Now they are bringing yep. other characters, and there are you know there are some other characters that are coming. I'm sure yeah. it's going to expand. Yeah. the the universe will expand <laughs> as yeah. we go along. Yep. but it's very centralized at this point. I mean, it's basically yeah. it's Rhaenerys, right? Is that the that's it's basically Rhaenyra? Yeah, right now, and it's her mm-hmm. dad. Her so so right now, Rhaenyra is a young princess. Yeah. and her father. Is uh, Viserys, Viserys
1: uh, yeah.
0: who is the king at this point? Yep. The brother is da- Damon, right? Damon, Damian, yeah. or Damon? It's Damon. Damon. Okay. Yeah. And um, <clears> and <throat> so so those are kind of the main players that we have. Um, the politics and everything is still Game of Thrones. Yep. It's Still, it's still that you know that's kind of what's pulling me in. Yeah. Um, as far as as like I said, as far as the feel, it is. It's not. And I will say there is a difference here. It's not as. Um, Mm, it's more warlike, especially in the. And I don't know. Do you, do you get that feel, especially in the beginning?
1: Um, I get that feel a little bit because yes. it doesn't
0: feel as much like you know in the Game of Thrones. There's a lot of crazy stuff going on, yep. and like you're saying, a lot of skin and stuff. This one doesn't have. I don't. I don't see hardly any. It's more like just war and kind of violence. Yeah, you know, and that's more of what this one so far has a feel of.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree with you. It's working its way up to that that type of feeling because, um, you know, we know from the previous series in the books that house Targaryen was a very powerful empire and they wielded most of their control over the realms through uh, their ability to wage war. And it only stands to reason that this series would be devoted to showing how they built that power, but then ultimately how they lost it. And I got to tell you that one scene in the first episode, uh, Eric with uh, Damon, where he goes into the village and you know, he cuts off. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because cut-
0: at, at that point, he's the, uh, uh, um, oh, what what is it, King's Guard, right? He's the King's Guard at yeah. the time, yeah. So, so it's goes- kind of like the, the, the police force of, of uh, uh, yeah. King's Landing.
1: He basically decides to go into the town there, the local village there, and just start... Uh, you know, throwing the fear of God into everybody by cutting off limbs and keeping them as trophies. Well but but
0: he's doing it for people that have that that have been convicted of crimes, right? Yes, or in exactly. other words, he's not just doing it just randomly. I mean in other words no. it's like, hey, if a guy got caught shoplifting, yeah. he's taking his arm off. Yeah. If he did something really bad, he's gonna yeah. take his head off. I mean, he, he's sending a message. It's yeah, like listen, and, I'm cleaning up the town.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I bring that scene up specifically because this is what the Targaryens were supposed to be about. Mm. They threw some of them, not all of them threw down their rule any way that they wanted to on whoever they wanted to. Yeah. And that was a good example of just how ruthless they could be when they wanted to.
0: Well, and and you can see them setting up I mean Viserys is obviously getting set up as a very I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, I understand he's not he's not ruthless a ruthless king at nope. the same time though he's kind of seem he seems like they're portraying him more weaker it also. Seems to,
1: I think my feeling is that he's coming off to be somewhat of a martyr. Mm. That's just me because he just lost his wife and his child in birth, in labor. In the first. In the first episode, yeah. So I feel like just because of those, that event is setting him up to be a bit of a martyr in a way. But I also think maybe
0: it could lead to something else bigger down the road for him in terms of
1: well, you know, deciding his fate.
0: I mean, you've read the book, so you kind of know what's going to happen, right? With yes. him, essentially, I mean, because um, obviously, in in uh, in the series so far, he uh, Viserys has this uh, growth or whatever that's kind of starting to spread over his body. So we see mm-hmm. that they're already setting him up to where he's not going to last too much longer. Yeah. Now, now the whole, of course, in, this, in episode one, you know, the whole conflict was the fact that you know he had, you know, nobody would accept a a queen essentially, yep. and that and so his daughter could never rule is how they set it up. But then. Yeah. Because he lost his, his son and his wife and in, in childbirth, it was a boy that she was having, and mm-hmm. because they lost, he lost um, them, yeah. that then he goes ahead and he has everybody uh, pledge their allegiance to his daughter to be the, the rightful ruler mm-hmm. uh, of uh, King's Landing of the realm. And uh, and this, this is where we see the conflicts coming in, though, right? Because yep. obviously we know, I don't know if in episode two or three, but obviously he gets remarried and... Did you see that yet or no? I haven't seen three yet. Okay, no. so anyway, sorry for spoilers here. <laughs> no, thanks, man. <laughs> but you read the books; you should know this, right? Yes. Y- yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, so, yeah. so anyway, so basically, he 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 gets re- remarried, and you know he has other children. So now we now everything is all upside mm-hmm. down because now yep. we see where the conflict's coming in, yep. and you also mm-hmm. see the the uh, the yin and the yang here, the differences between Viserys and between Damon. Mm-hmm. Now, Damon is his brother, and he should actually be the rightful ruler of King's Landing yep. if Viserys goes down. Yep. But you know, of course, it goes to it, it goes. It's going. It's it. They're they're saying you know, Viserys says it's going to go to his daughter, but now all of a sudden he's got sons mm-hmm. from a different wife that you know, so
1: that we know are going to come forward and claim the. So we think the, the dragon
0: realm. poop is going to hit the fan at any moment. <laughs> I think it's already hit the fan.
1: You know, obviously we know Damon's well, not too happy about not being king.
0: See, here, here's here's so. the thing too. Now, in, in the lore, uh, mm-hmm. the Targaryens in, in in the Targaryen lore here. Yeah. Okay. So. This is, this is basically what breaks House Targaryen, right? because they have a civil war, essentially, right? It's going to be a civil war.
1: It's going to be a civil war, yeah.
0: So now, um, at this point, there's been no civil war between the Targaryens. Uh, like I said, you know the lore in the books. I'm just asking you um, from history, yeah. from yeah. the history of, the, of their house, no? Yeah,
1: it's, it's basically going to be good old-fashioned civil war. It's going to divide the family. It's going to, um, it's really going to determine the fate Of the family as well And it really sets up A lot of what Game of Thrones was about Which was about um, About uh, uh, Structure and power In a royal family About caste systems And about Mm -hmm. how You know Not necessarily monarchies, Eric But how um, Rule That type of rule Was betrothed to uh, Descendants and heirs And children And everything else So it to, to, uh, this one right here, House of Dragons, is setting up all of that as well. It goes to show the complexities involved with somewhat of a of a um, a monarch, uh, monarchial or patriarchal type of society, where you have to have certain heirs claim to be the next king or the next queen, or they're set up to be the next, yeah. you know, whatever. And so that is what this series does too. Is it that's where that civil war will come from. Is okay. You have the brother of the king wants to be the king. Claims he should be the king. Nope. Sorry, it's gonna be the, it's gonna be the daughter instead. Oh no. Sorry, it's gonna be the two son two bastard sons from another. Uh, everybody
0: has a claim to the throne, and, right? So or, that, they, or they think they do. Yep.
1: Yeah. So just like with Game of Thrones, where we have all these different families fighting over for the rule of one land, House Targaryen is not going to be fighting for the rule of one land. Well, it will be eventually, but right now they're fighting for the rule of a one family. Mm. So yeah.
0: So uh um. Going back to my question now, yeah. what what kept the tar- Targaryens? You said they were kind of ruthless in the books. They were ruthless family or, or house. How, what kept them from from infighting before? Was there anything really, or have there or have there been infights?
1: Well, there were still infights from okay. what I from what I recall in the books. There were still. Okay. Fights within the family, within the cast, that divided them, obviously, and they okay had throughout to. the years. But yeah. there,
0: were, but certain certain ones were able to rise at the top and, and keep, right, keep power, right?
1: right exactly.
0: It, it, you know what's interesting about this is you know back in the day when we saw uh, uh, what's her face uh, from Game of Thrones with her dragons, Amelia Clark? Yeah, well, yeah, but her character was what Daenerys. Daenerys escaped, Daenerys escaped yeah. me yeah. So when we see Daenerys, you know, and she comes in flying in their dragon and just blowing away like the right? Lannister army, it's like oh crap right it's like amazing um but uh, now you've got a, a a show where everybody has a dragon. <laughs> you know, it's kind of crazy, right? It's yeah, like right. everybody's it's, got the biggest gun on the block, and it's like, okay, so who's gonna win out here, right? So, yeah,
1: exactly. It's just like, uh, okay, you show me your big dragon, I'll show you mine. <laughs> Something like that. I so, so know. that
0: that's gonna be a very interesting. Here's the thing: is yeah. did Viseris ever ride a dragon? Because they kind of made mention. It doesn't even seem like he's really a dragon rider.
1: Uh, he does in the books. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to recall like where at in the storyline he does, but yeah, I believe he, he does end up riding dragons.
0: I will say what's interesting too is just that you know kind of st- the introduction of the houses, like when when they when they uh, uh, start to introduce. Uh, you haven't seen it yet, but in, in episode three, okay. the the Lannisters, and and so like you know they have like a gather, a big gathering, a big Baratheans. celebrations, and all of a sudden, yeah, there some okay. uh, some of the other houses are are introduced in that so you know nice. some of the characters are coming into there awesome. so yeah we get to yeah. see the starks right uh yeah we, there was house stark in there nice that yeah. yeah, wasn't house wasn't stark. ned though <laughs> well i know it wasn't ned, obviously a thousand yeah, years before thousand it's not years. gonna be ned the guy, the guy lived forever except when he got his head cut off right yeah, it's right. kind of like highlander poor it's a little bit of <laughs> yeah poor sean bean
1: always dies in everything he's in
0: anyway i, I think this thing has a lot a of, lot of promise like i said i yep. wasn't i yep. wasn't gonna do it i wasn't gonna let him do it to me man but I think it does have a lot of promise. I, I want I'm, to say I, I'm, I'm looking at this as a little bit different. Yeah. I'm getting involved in it, but I'm not as involved as I was with Game of Thrones. I mean, yeah. I, I guess just emotionally. I don't know. <laughs> right. Well, I hear you, Eric. I, was, I feel the
1: same way. And look, I'm cautiously optimistic about House of Dragon, the House of Dragons, because um, like you, I saw the ending of Game of Thrones, the series finale, and it left a sour taste in my mouth. I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you yeah, kidding yeah. me, guys? Yeah. So I'm really hoping that with House of Dragon, they find redemption through the Targaryens.
0: You know, I'm, I'm going to say, and, and, I, and I'm not going to turn this into Game of Thrones talk, but I will say, since you brought that up, you know, that, that's one of the things that really ticked me off. You know, in yep. stories, mm-hmm. you know, you have to, um, ah, you, you have to kind of, you, you have to have that payoff for the audience. And, and yeah. you know, the... Game of Thrones was great about shock value, you know, the red wedding and all the stuff that would happen especially people that did not read the books and they did not know this stuff was going to happen. Um and and so that was one of the things about the series that was that was kind of neat was the 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 shock value. Yeah. At the same time though there has to be the payoff for the audience and that that's where they blew it. They yeah. tried to they tried to switch it up too too much, I think, and try to change it around and try to keep the shock value going, you know, and it really when they did not have <clears throat> When They built up. I mean, how many times did they build up the Jon Snow and and the uh, um, what's his face? Um, um, the Ice King, um, you know, the battle, right? Yeah. And then and then all of a sudden, you know, it's just all of a sudden here comes uh, uh, Arya Stark out and just you know, basically, oh, you know, one little knife, he's gone. I mean, right, that really right. was a disappointment. I mean, yeah. that that, and I understand, yeah, it was shock value or whatever, but ah, man, what a disappointment. So I'm not getting as involved in this. Okay. I'm just okay. going to enjoy the story that. for yeah. the story. The other thing is, though, they do. I know they don't keep completely to the books, but they do have the books here to go off of, right? Yes. Whereas Game of Thrones, at towards the end of it, they had no ending, and yeah. they had to kind of with with the help of of uh, George uh, George R R R
1: R Martin. So yeah, uh, and just uh, Eric to let you know, the title of the book that this series is based off of is called Fire and Blood. I Fire believe. and Blood. Okay. Fire and Blood.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah so um so they they do have kind of you know the material already there that they will kind of stick to so that's good i hope so yeah so i i think it's a definite watch like i said it it sucked me in and and i'm i'm into it now i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna uh, follow it through so (laughs) yeah me too
1: i'm gonna enjoy it uh and like i said cautiously optimistic for me but
0: i'll still watch (laughs) hey uh, also now switching gears here you brought up something to me, and yeah. I was I was kind of shocked. I didn't even hear anything about this, which yeah. uh, was interesting. But you said there's going to be a movie out with a famous character that we all love. Yep. And who is that? <laughs> <laughs> Axel Foley. Axel Foley. Yeah. Okay. So
1: yeah, I brought I'm up.
0: I'm just burning, doing the new time dance. Yeah, Wasn't that the song it, for that? <laughs> doing it, doing a good time
1: dance. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then, uh, the yeah, the soundtrack for the first Woo-hoo! Beverly Hills Cop film was was really good. Yeah. So anyway, uh, there's going to be a Beverly Hills Cop four. People. I could not believe it. I know, right? When it rains, it pours. Yeah. So all right. So we know that it's been since 1990. 2 or 94 when we last saw Beverly Hills Cop 3, which was... Was a, there a 3? There was Beverly Hills oh my Cop gosh, 3. I remember yes. 2. Remember that's the one where he, uh, he it was, was filmed in two or three different theme parks and the theme park was called Wonder World. Wonder, oh Wonder gosh. World. Oh my god I'm going to have to watch that where again. happiness is here <laughs> and the happy dreams come true. Hey it's man, you
0: got ooh. a good memory. I can't... I, try, I remember 2. I, I remember 2, but 3... Well, the
1: reason why you don't remember 3 is because it was bad. It was directed yeah. by John Landis, who of course... Worked with Eddie Murphy on uh, Trading Places, and okay. So yeah, they have a his- they had a history together. But the third one was so bad that we thought that was the end of Beverly Hills Cop three. Well, mm. psych. Okay, so there's going to be a Beverly Hills Cop four, but it's going to stream on Netflix. It's not oh, going interesting. to the theaters. Okay. So yeah, I found out about this, and it's going to be called Beverly Hills Cop axel foley hmm. all right so it's going to obviously be a comedy action film fourth installment of the franchise and it looks like um it's going to possibly drop in it was supposed to drop november of 2019 oh okay. wow now it might drop um uh, bu- 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 i think it's going to drop next year actually so the plot of the film involves i guess a friend of eddie murphy's has a daughter who apparently ran away and she is on drugs or something like that. Okay, And so he calls Eddie Murphy up to help him find her. And then in the midst of trying to find her, chaos ensues because, of course, she has to go out to California and go to Beverly Ah. Hills, hence the title Beverly Hills Cop 4. And as you can imagine, it becomes hopefully what we think it's going to be now i don't know if, i hope so i hope so i don't know if judge reinhold is going to reprise his role as <laughs> billy 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 rosewood yeah. i would aquel foley i yeah. don't know if he's going to reprise his role as billy rosewood
0: okay um but it's coming um, is the other is the other guy i can't remember the other actor's name that played the other cop was he still around
1: his name was john ashton he was in the first two films, yeah. was not in the third film.
0: Okay. Is he still around though? Was he could they put pull him in or was he, he... He's still alive. Oh, is he still alive? Yeah, okay. There was, I didn't read anything. He might be ever. pretty old now. I mean, he was old and I think in the movie when it came out, right?
1: Uh yeah, I think he was in his like late 50s maybe Okay, <laughs> when the first one came out. And I I think I'm just yeah. guessing. But yeah, you know, the first one is such a great comedy action film.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's great. And I'm this... gonna, I'm going to tell you a little story about that real quick. <laughs> yeah. it's the first one. So, um I remember I was in I was in high school yeah. when the first one came out. And I didn't want to see it originally. I, I was dropped off. I was too young to drive, but I was dropped off by uh, at the time uh, by my parents to go wow. watch a movie, and they were going to go to their friend's house or do something and come pick me up when the movie's over. Okay. Right? And this is back before we had cell phones and stuff. You can't call people. Like when you get dropped off, I mean... Right. You know when you're your parents stuck. are gone, yeah, you're stuck. You know, <laughs> I mean, stuck. you can call where they're going, but you can't call them on the road, right? right There's no right. cell phone. So anyway, yeah. so I'm, i go to the movie, and what I want to see, I wanted to see Commando. Commando oh, just opened I up, love man, Commando. and I wanted to see that so yeah. bad. So I go over there to the theater. Let all and some it was,
1: steam, Bennett.
0: And I can't even remember. <laughs> it was like PG 14 or I don't know something, okay. right? So I go up there and they ask me, you know, um or no, I think it was rated R. Sorry, Commando was rated R. Yep. And they and they said, you know, and they asked me how you know, they go, uh, you know, you're not old enough. You need I go, Are you kidding me? Or I think it was like fourteen or something, right? Okay. So I they wouldn't let me watch it. And they go, Well, um, you can go see Beverly Hills Cobb I was like Okay. So that's how I got to see Beverly Hills Cop.
1: And I loved it. I loved it. Actually,
0: I didn't know anything about it. I loved Eddie Murphy. The heat is on. The heat is on, on. yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: I I loved it too. That was really the movie, Eric, that uh, catapulted Eddie Murphy into stardom because Mm. before he did that film, he gained
0: notoriety on Saturday Night yeah, Saturday Live. Yes, Saturday Night Live, yeah. Of and course.
1: like many of his fellow. Uh, and then he had his
0: comedian. Did he have his comedy specials after that or before that?
1: No, Eddie Murphy Rock came out
0: in 87. Okay. Yeah,
1: so I think it was 1987. But yeah, so this was the film that really launched Eddie Murphy into that upper stratosphere of major box office draws. Yeah. Not as an action star. Not as a comedy star, but just a major box office draw in general.
0: You know, and that's one thing about, uh, and that's what cracks me up about Eddie Murphy. I think, I mean, he could play so many roles and he's done a great job of doing that. And I don't think he gets, for the acting chops he has, I don't think he gets due credit, really.
1: You're right, he doesn't. And he has been in some really, he's had a couple of good roles uh, where he's had a chance to display those acting chops and, and they've been pretty good. Yeah, but we all—I mean, let's face it. Look, when we think of Eddie Murphy, the first thing we're always going to think about is Axel Foley. We're going to think about—we're yeah. um, going to think about Prince Akeem from *Coming to America*. Oh we're yeah, gonna, yeah.
0: We're going to think about—we're um, not going to think about Pluto Nash. Did no, you ever see that? No, oh no, my no, god! I literally walked out of that movie. That was the—that was the first movie in my life I walked out of. I was so disappointed. I don't blame you. We're not—we're
1: yeah. always going to think of him as Billy Ray Valentine. <laughs>
0: From you're a
1: dead man, Valentine. From Trading Places, yeah, yeah. And of course, he was yeah. also he did a very good job in The Nutty Professor, playing Sherman. Yeah, Club. yeah, he did. You know? He played a lot, a lot of characters his, in that. His actually. versatility and his yeah. range for doing different characters.
0: He was he was kind of Medea before Medea, right? I he mean, was in that, Tyler Perry. That's a in good point that, in that in that movie. Yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. So, but yeah, I'm I you know. Uh, Still kind of sketchy on the details for Beverly Hills 4. They're being really tight-lipped about the overall plot and who's going to be in it. Okay. But it is around the corner. It's coming out. So There if, is
0: one thing, though, that, that we know for sure. Yes. The iconic jacket is coming back. Yes. That he wore, the Detroit Lions jacket that he wore.
1: And then the sweatshirt in, in underneath the that said Mumford Fizz Ed. <laughs> is that, that sweatshirt there, too? I didn't yes, read that. <laughs> which you can buy online. Mumford Fizz Ed sweatshirt and T-shirts. Yes.
0: Oh, man.
1: Yep. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, hey, I'm, I'm not really excited about it because I don't know more than what I've already said here. But, yeah you know, still keep an eye on it. Should be
0: interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait. And this is going to be a movie on Netflix, not a, uh, not a series, right? From what I've read,
1: it's only going to go direct to streaming on Netflix. Yes. But a movie though, a movie though. Okay. Yes. Okay. Originally they were talking about it being kind of like a, uh, a television series. That would have been
0: interesting. Uh, and the
1: original plot surf was going to surface around Eddie Murphy's son, um, going to Beverly Hills in the series and running amok and causing problems out there. Okay. But that plot idea was scrapped And it went through so many different rewrites until they finally just decided, hey, let's turn it back into a movie, but let's go in a different direction with it, with Eddie coming back. Okay,
0: okay, cool, interesting. All right, hey, we're going to change gears again. Um, We kind of talked about this. We thought it would be interesting to bring up uh, some of the best show vehicles. Yeah, on TV. Yeah, change gears. Pun yeah, change intended. gears completely. So, pun intended. You, if you guys have your, uh, uh, you can start making your list right now. We're going to go yep. through some some of the uh, some of the ones we had here that we put down. Some of our best yep. choices for TV show. Now, these I say vehicles. These could be uh, not just cars, but other vehicles as well. It could be
1: A so. bicycle, a pogo stick, whatever. <laughs> oh my yes. gosh, it's that's one. Know. That's
0: one that we didn't put on there, and I'm going to put on there too. What? Huh? Oh, I Pee just, Wee Herman's bike.
1: I, I just thought of one: uh, Harry, Harry Potter's broom. The oh, Fireable, there you go. <laughs> the Firebolt Two Thousand. Okay, so but, there's two yeah, quick ones, but here, here's, ones. but here,
0: here here's our list. Okay. You can go ahead and start it off.
1: I was just, yeah, I was just going to say it's important to note, everyone, that this list isn't ranked one to ten. No, oh, no, no, these They're aren't just, ranked the best of the worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're anything, just firing off most, most popular of to the yeah. Yeah. All right. So these I'm are go random, ahead and start random,
0: off. random list.
1: Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and start off with my favorite TV car of all time, and that is Kit.
0: Ooh, yeah, yeah, Michael, from
1: Knight Rider. If you guys are in mine and Eric's age bracket, you grew up in the 80s with some of those great um, episodic serial action shows like A-Team, which we'll Mm -hmm. get to later here, and Knight Rider and Airwolf. Kit, I mean, was the... I mean, Kit made David... Hasselhoff looked cool, not the yeah. other way around. Yeah. He was the car that could talk. He was a car that could jump over a 300 foot cliff. It had retro rockets in it and had jamming devices. And yeah. Kit was just like the ultimate, ultimate car. I love that car. Kit Watching was. that series, and
0: I'm gonna say, and I'm gonna say that I'm still disappointed that I have never yet, which I promised myself when I was younger, yeah, when I yeah. was a kid, I have never yet bought a steering wheel to go on my car like kit had now i don't know if you remember it yeah. was at all it was kind of a it had a handle grip on each side it wasn't a round steering wheel it, it kind of the, the steering wheel went out straight and then it had yeah. like this handle it was like a pilot it looked like you were yeah, you're flying you an were airplane Flying an airplane yeah 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 and that's yeah. what it was that that's what his his handle was for not very practical i'll <laughs> say for driving but it looked awesome Man, not it handy was for cool. making
1: u-turns but no. hey it has it has <laughs> so I'm, I'm still upset i
0: never got one right? of those yeah so the the second one here on our list is uh, of course the famous General Lee.
1: Yeah. Just them good old boys, yeah, never yeah. meaning no harm. Okay, so yeah, from the Dukes of Hazard. All right, yes. I just got to say something right now, okay. Yeah, The Dukes of Hazzard takes place in the South. Yeah, the car is named General Lee and ye- well, I'm not going to go into politics here. But yeah, it was a fun series and the General Lee now Eric, was that car um it wasn't a a, it was a Dodge Charger. Dodge Charger. Yep. Thank you very much.
0: It was mini Dodge Chargers. Yes, I, I feel sad. There's probably uh, there's probably rare now that that I can't remember the year, but that year is probably rare yep. because they they crashed so many of those cars right? know, making right? that TV remember? show. And
1: I got to admit, yeah. it was pretty cool watching Bo and Luke get into the car. By not opening yeah. the door, like what are they doing? Exactly. They're sliding in the
0: window. And what that, is
1: this? I will also be honest. I had no problem watching Daisy get into that car. Oh, Yeah, well, she, <laughs> remember she had her Jeep. She, that's right. She and then Uncle the
0: Jeep. Jesse had the pickup, and then Cooter drove the tow truck. <laughs> yeah, Cooter, Cooter had the tow, drove truck, the tow truck, and then of course she had the the cops in there. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Was the cops' name? Roscoe B. Roscoe Pico Train, and, yep. and then there was uh, was it uh, not Un- Enos? Was it he Enos? It yeah. was Enos. Yeah. And then but Boss Hog, right? And Boss then they had Boss Hog with his Hogmobile. Remember that thing? I remember the Hogmobile with the yes. horns but on the
1: front. Since we're talking about the General Lee, the General it was a badass car. It had a lot of speed. It was zipping through the forest and zipping through country roads. Yeah, making Boss Hog and Roscoe Bico Train look like a bunch of amateurs. I
0: mean, basically, listen. And and if you go back and and, and uh, uh, another one on the on the list here too. If you go back and you look at uh, 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 Smoking the Bandit. You know, that they kind of set the tone for that TV show. I mean, because in Smoking the Bandit, they did a jump, you know, and they did basically they were driving all over in country roads. And that's what the show was. Basically, It was just Smoking the Bandit, you know, just driving around. And and that's what pulls you in. You you didn't care what the story was. It's like, oh, just drive the car. Jump it. That's all we want to see. Right. All right. What's the next one on the list?
1: All right. Next one on the list we have is the A-Team van.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Boom. I got to tell you, that van... (laughs) Okay, we're
1: not going to sing the song. We're going to talk about the van. Yeah, sorry. So yeah, the
0: the van... I pity the fool who doesn't like the van. I pity the
1: fool who doesn't like my van. Yeah, so yeah, that van uh, was just... uh, It was black with the red trim (laughs) (laughs) along the passenger and driver's sides, and it had the spoiler in the back. went up
0: with the spoiler, yeah. The spoiler. red, Red spoiler. And
1: yeah, that was like... That was... Badass testosterone, all wrapped into one, and plus you were able to fit all the A team in there, and they had all their weapons and all their gear. Well, they and made everything.
0: vans cool again. You know, vans were yep. kind of cool back in the seventies, uh, uh, right? Right. Yep. And this show came out in the eighties. Yep. So you know, but they were kind of cool in the seventies, but then right, they kind of right. lost favor, right? It was, oh, he's yep. got the van. You know, you know what? You know the van. But but yeah, the uh, A team definitely made that van vans cool again. Everybody wanted to get a van. Yeah. Um. Next one. What do we got?
1: Uh, looks like for the next one we have is the uh the Airwolf Air
0: <ife scaffolds shares> All these so theme songs are coming I know. back now. We
1: should do one about the theme songs next time. <laughs> yeah. So but yeah, so Airwolf, for those of you who may not remember, was the series that starred Jan Michael Vincent from yep. Hanford originally. Was and he from Hanford? He was from Hanford. Oh my He's gosh, I didn't native. know that. Jan Michael Vincent, a valley wow. native from Hanford, California. And then Ernest Borgnine. You're probably yep. familiar with that name. Great character. Poseidon actor. Adventure. Yep. Uh, Poseidon Adventure. He was and I mean, is Escape this movie from though? New York. Escape from New York. He played Cabbie and Escape from New York. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so they were both in that series. And Airwolf was that really cool tactical helicopter. And correct me if I'm wrong here, Eric, because I might be
0: sketchy, but mm-hmm. didn't
1: have like on the on the wings or something. Didn't have like mini guns that would pop out from the side or something. Yeah, I
0: think the guns would pop out either yeah. from the from below or from the side of it. Right. Maybe from the side. Yeah, and it had rockets as well. But yeah. it also had all this radar jamming equipment, and
1: it could go really really fast. And Jen Michael Vincent was flying it like tom cruise flying an f-18 and so top they, they
0: basically they were kind of like outside they, they wouldn't necessarily they weren't necessarily working for the government they were kind of outside of that somehow they got this copter i don't even remember uh, how
1: independent contractors yeah so they were kind of independent contractors <laughs> they had the
0: guy with the white suit with the sunglass with the one right, sunglass right. right the eye patch sunglass thing right right and then he would always tell them about something they'd go rescue somebody right, right. that's the whole thing but it's also yep. this this thing would do amazing stunts they would i think it even did loops Loop de loops and, oh, and yeah. all it kinds of crazy. Oh yeah,
1: could fly vertical. It could like go yeah. faster than the speed of sound, or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So so yeah, it was
0: an awesome helicopter. Um, yep. So yeah, that that was another great. Uh, yep. Now I'm going to take the next one here. The next yeah. one is the Munster Coach. Nice. Right?
1: I always get the Munsters confused with the Adams, Adams Family. family For I know. Some reason. I've done that too. I don't too. know why. Yeah. Now Munsters was the one that had Fred Gwynn in it, right?
0: Uh. Yes. Because Adams Family yes.
1: starred John, um, John, uh, John, uh, John Aston as I, gomez so
0: yeah okay, okay i'm yeah. getting it right here yeah yeah uh, yeah those two i always get mixed up but yeah, yeah. the munster coach was that kind of big long uh uh hearst uh, looking thing it had that big right yeah 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 right very it famous was, yeah
1: yeah it was like a semi-truck that was made to look like uh, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, did the top job, job. <laughs> yeah, yeah right, right? <laughs> yeah
0: and then what's his name lurch was the driver right was, uh, yeah yeah um, what, what's the next one on our list here next one on the list
1: is oh god this is one of my favorites too the Rockford Files Firebird yeah boom
0: that yeah. was the,
1: the the bright gold Firebird with the 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 logo imprinted on the hood of the car, the mm. Firebird logo on the car, it was just like
0: well, you know what it was? It, it was just it was just a plain solid car, you yeah, know. And yeah. and there there that, that car was just. I mean, that was his his trademark. That was um, the Trans Am, right? Uh, what his the, the Firebird? Car? Yeah, yeah, okay. But 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 he didn't have. But like you know, if you think of smoking the bandit Transam, Trans Am, that was the one when it was all had the black with the oh, bird right. and the the t tops and everything. Yeah. He had basically it was just a basic Firebird, yeah, uh, solid. But I mean, it was it was just a solid car. But it, but it was it was definitely recognizable. I mean, that was his car. He did, well, he did a few chases and stuff in it, you know. Yeah, there, yeah, but yeah, cool deal. Um, next one we have on our list, uh, very famous, the Chips motorcycles. <laughs> yes, I was personally happy when we added these
1: motorcycles yeah. to to this list because I mean, let's face it, Eric Estrada, uh, uh, Ponch and John. I yeah. Mean, yeah. You, you can't have a show about. The California Highway Patrol without having those famous motorcycles.
0: Yeah, there. and of course, they did things on those those motorcycles that I've never seen a Highway Patrol do. Thank goodness, right? Like jumping. They, they were jumping this and jumping that. They were like
1: Evil Knievel. Man. Yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. The Evil Knievel of the Highway Patrol. They were jumping right? like
1: five freeway overpasses <laughs> that were like
0: 300 know, feet apart. I don't know how many times I've <laughs> seen them lay them them things down on the road, too, right? It's like they were, all of a sudden, it's like, yeah, oh, there goes Popping bike. wheelies,
1: crashing into tanks there, or something. there stuff goes like a that. bike.
0: They just laid it down on the side. But yeah, yeah those right, very right. famous motorcycles. Yep. Um, the next one we have here is. The, the famous red also Ferrari from yes. Magnum P.I.
1: Yes, that, that Ferrari famous for a number of reasons, but also chief among them is the
0: fact that the license plate said Robin, Robin 1. one. Yeah. Yes. Was but, Mr. Higgins Robin? I think he was. Yeah, I think he was, right? He was Robin. Had to be. Yeah, had to be.
1: I don't remember if he was because it's been a long time since I've seen him. You know, and
0: it's funny because you'll see that car out once in a great while. I'll see one of those those, uh, Ferraris out, and it still, to me, it doesn't look aged. I don't know why it just looks. It looks still cool. It's still pristine. Yeah, yeah. It's it looks still modern pristine. and cool for some reason. Yeah, I mean, it was just, that bright red. It had and a, it had that kind of style to it.
1: Yeah, and everyone had to have a Ferrari. Yeah. when they when they saw. Oh yeah, shop. of
0: course. Yeah, everyone wanted mm-hmm. that. You know what they used to do is they would take. A, you could buy a kit car, and mm-hmm. you could take a, a Fiero. Do you remember the old Fiero Pontiac, Pontiac Fieros? Yeah, I you, wanted one of those. Really? Yeah. You could take. Seriously. They would. They were taking those Fieros, ripping that that body off there, ripping uh-huh. the body and and putting the body a fiberglass body reproduction of okay. of, of, of a Ferrari on there. This one, this Clever. specific one. Yeah, right. it was it was hot for a while. That's why you could get it pretty cheap. You know, you would have to pay the big price. Anyway, next one. Next what do one. we got for the next one? We
1: have the the Dodge Daytona from Miami Vice. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. Oh man, Crockett and Tubbs rolling around downtown Miami, and that bad boy. Whew. Yeah, that was. Now I'm still trying to remember if that was a true was a, muscle car or if that was just like
0: a speedster. Or no, it was a speedster. It was, it was a, speedster? a uh, yeah. Okay. It was a Miami Vice. It was the Daytona Spider. Okay, that's so a right. A little right. little two seater, little that's black right. two seater. Yeah, okay. yeah. That was just sweet, man. That car. I mean, oh. Uh.
1: It like to me that hit on all of the the elements of Miami Vice. <laughs> yeah. that was like
0: what cool was supposed to be, man. Yeah, Crockett was... and
1: Tubbs weren't cool. It
0: was the Daytona that was cool, man. <laughs> no, I, th- I think Crockett and Tubbs are pretty cool. <laughs> I gotta disagree. Don Johnson was cool. The car, the car was the car made him even. I mean, cooler, Let's face though, it, Don Johnson say. wearing
1: the pink shirt with the loafers and oh, the yeah. white sport coat and pants that was cool. But the Daytona, psh, hey yeah
0: that's yeah cool. yeah definitely cool okay uh next one on our list is the very iconic one of my favorite all-time tv mm. vehicles the Batmobile, yeah, yeah it's got to be the Batmobile.
1: Okay, right? now, let, but Eric, you need to specify. We've seen so many different Batmobiles over the years. TV. Okay, so you're talking about the Burt Ward and I'm talking Adam about the Burt Ward, West the original West TV version okay, yes. Batmobile. Yes, yes, yes the 1960s. Yeah, a little hospital siren at the very back yep, that flashed yep. red when they drove. The, oh yeah, coming yeah. out of the Batcave.
0: I mean that thing, and, and yeah. yeah, it had like the had like a, a thing in the middle too, where that siren was. Had like a little handlebar. I don't, I don't, okay, I don't right. even know what that thing did. I was, I just wanted to pull it so. Ago, I wonder what this thing. <laughs> I know, I, and I
1: got to admit, I I'm a huge Batman fan, partially because of that show. But I I always wanted to try and like actually jump into that car because it didn't have a hood; it was open. No, air. it was it
0: had like the bubble windshield that was windshield. open. Yeah, but it was but open in the.
1: I remember yeah. Adam West and Burt Ward would always grab the bubble shield and like propel themselves. Oh, that's right. Yeah,
0: and they kind of jump in. Yeah, yeah. they would
1: hoist themselves into the into car. The and car jump into the car, yeah. It that way, I always wanted to do that when I was a kid. Yeah,
0: yeah, that, that was that was a sweet car. It was. It. <laughs> yeah. That would have ended
1: for me badly if I had tried to do that though.
0: Yeah, I didn't really care for the bat like the 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 Batmobile, uh, the the boat or the helicopter, but the car, man, was the just car, awesome.
1: The car was was awesome.
0: Yeah, yes. I love the car. What's the next one here on our list?
1: Uh, oh, okay. I'm going to jump ahead here we got two
0: more oh sorry
1: yeah I'm going to jump ahead here we do have two more but I'm going to go with the
0: Winnebago from Spaceballs ooh
1: (laughs) wow okay so yeah Spaceballs comedy by Mel Brooks we know it has John Candy Bill Pullman Dark
0: Helmet Dark Helmet yes which was uh, what's his name Uh,
1: Rick Moranis Rick Moranis yes but that Winnebago I mean to me (laughs) that's part of what made Spaceballs so classically funny was that it was a Winnebago yeah
0: that was awesome you know
1: I spotted it, sir. It's a, it's a, it's a Winnebago. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just like, and then to see John Candy dancing around in it, yeah, eating that big bucket of chug or something like that. What, he goes,
0: what was he called in that? He was called Barf. Barf, Barf. Yeah. That's right. I'm a yeah. mog.
1: I'm my own best friend. You know? <laughs> but yeah. The, and that then was classic. When the Winnebago went plaid, when it went into uh, to hyperspeed or something oh, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sir, don't you think you should buckle up? Ah, uh, buckle this. <laughs> <laughs> ludicrous speed, go. That's right. They went into ludicrous speed. Ludicrous like, come... speed, yes. that's right. A Winnebago oh going to ludicrous speed? I got to watch that movie. <laughs> They've gone plaid. <laughs> so I yeah, it. I love
0: that Winnebago. Winnebago. I love it. Yeah, no, the Winnebago is... Yeah, that's awesome. Classic. Okay, I'm going to let you take this last one. we got one more here on the list. We're running a little bit long, you guys. Sorry, but this is an awesome list. It is. Okay, the last one, you take it because it's a show that you love. The USS
1: Enterprise Registry, NCC 1701. 1701. All right. Yes, and I'm glad we kind of ran over time, Eric, because I think this... Last one deserves a little bit more respect. Okay. okay. The USS Enterprise, we know that there are several vehicles and movie and TV history that have withstood the test of time. The mm-hmm. USS Enterprise made, partially made Star Trek. But, I mean, the Enterprise has become such a revered vehicle in TV and film history that original models of the Enterprise are on display at the Smithsonian Air and Space Museum mm. in Washington, D.C. And there's also another one on display at the Science Fiction Television and Movie Science Fiction Museum in Seattle, Washington. The Enterprise.
0: Now they, Now you're talking about the original. The original Enterprise. Original models. From the original series. Wow. That was used okay.
1: in, in the series from 1966 to 1969. Wow. Yeah, the Enterprise was designed by a guy uh, by the name of um, Andrew Probert, and um, it it at the time it looked like such a tacky tacky vehicle. But I mean, this was the ship that got mankind around in space. It got yeah. us to explore the strange new worlds and new civilizations. Mm-hmm. And now, just like when you associate Star Wars. or you associate the Death Star or an X-Wing fighter with Star Wars. Yeah. You always think of Star Trek, the USS Enterprise. And it's just like that ship, like when you have something like that in the Smithsonian, hello, you're doing something right. Yeah, yeah. That's that's
0: definitely a classic. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's, yeah, there's... You know, when you look at that, of course, when I look at that ship, I mean, it's not practical for space travel. There's no way, right? No, no. <laughs> I mean, there's it's not. no way that thing would go to war. It would tear itself apart if it, it went to war. Structurally, speed. it looks structurally, a Structurally, yeah. Yes, yes. And then every time, you know, I, I will say, I mean, I'm beating up on it a little bit, but I will okay. say it's funny because yeah, when you have like when you got big battles like when you're like the Wrath of Khan or other, mm-hmm. and you see them like shooting, you know, shooting lasers or firing right. torpedoes, and you know that thing's gonna just detach, right, at that right. weak neck. Right, there's a bunch of but it yep. but it is it is a definite definite classic. I mean, I, I put together the model when I was a kid. They mm-hmm. had the model. I Enterprise. had a model of it too. I yep. would say my favorite my favorite is the original TV. The Enterprise. Real TV one? Yeah, yeah. That so you, that's my favorite Enterprise of all time. Like my so, there's favorite, been a lot of different classes, a yeah, lot of different yeah. different types. Yeah. But that is my favorite. Yep. But but um yeah, I mean, just the imagination that mm-hmm. that went into that. Uh is pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah it, well, did, did they say? I mean, you seem to know a lot about. Was it? Was, there, was yeah. there a certain inspiration uh, to that design? Well, in Do a way, know? there
1: was. So, Gene Roddenberry wanted Star Trek to be, uh, the, a wagon train to the stars. Way okay. back in the fifties, um, Gene Roddenberry was actually a uh, a television writer in Hollywood for uh, a series called I think it was either detective story or police story or something like that Okay. but where I'm going with this is is that he also was influenced by an old popular TV western back in the time called Wagon Train mm. and it was about families making the trek out from the Midwest to the West you know in in covered stagecoaches exploring covered wagons, yeah. new territory he okay. wanted Star Trek to be a wagon train to the stars and he wanted something big to transport his family or that crew all around the galaxy to explore mm. these strange new worlds. So in some ways, the Enterprise was modeled or was thought of um, and inspired by a lot of the elements in that show Wagon Train, like with the covered oh, stage coaches. But as far as real life inspiration for the design of the ship... Uh, Roddenberry was also influenced a lot by uh, a lot of the spaceship designs that were being created by NASA. Hmm. And so he put a lot of different elements from the, uh, the old Mercury and Apollo rockets okay. uh, into the Enterprise to just tell the main designer of the ship, uh, Andrew Probert, this is what I have going around in my mind. I want it to look like this. Make it look like this. Interesting. Yeah, and he did. So, yeah, it derived a lot of inspiration from a number of different mediums, not only in pop, pop culture and entertainment, but in real life as well. So yeah, that's that's kind of how it came about.
0: Interesting. Now, do they also they also have not not the original like you said uh, Enterprise, but they do have a, a, a nice big uh, Enterprise model. And isn't it Iowa where Captain Kirk is from? Yeah. So
1: Captain Kirk, uh, his birthplace is a town called uh, Riverside, Iowa, not Riverside, California, <laughs> peeps, but Riverside, Iowa. And actually, Riverside, Iowa does have a big model replica. Of the Enterprise, kind of up at an angle. Okay. And they dedicated that uh, during the 60th anniversary of um, Star Trek. And they dedicated it on the day when Captain Kirk's birthday is. Oh. Not not William Shatner's. William Shatner was born March 22nd. But Captain Kirk's actual birthday, which I don't remember... I'm not that good. So, (laughs) yeah. But so, yeah, they have that on display in Riverside, Iowa.
0: Interesting. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, one of the most iconic vehicles. Yep. I think around and like you say, and it's been through. And it's funny because not not necessarily that particular vehicle, but all the different. I mean, everything that was called the Enterprise, mm-hmm. you know, has been through how many shows and movies now? Been it's, through it's, different It's probably uh, a Guinness Book of World Records that they even mm-hmm. still do that uh, for this this ship.
1: Oh, probably yeah. Yeah, for and sure. And so, and it's important to note everyone too that hey, I think we're almost running out of time. Yep, we wanted to get a whole lot more vehicles on here but we couldn't so sorry yeah we'll have to do a part two to <laughs> we'll this do part list two. but we'll this do is a redux. pretty good
0: one I mean we had a lot of the major we ones yeah. we'll do 1. 1.5 next time yeah 1.5 <laughs> <laughs> right we're well, alright guys hey that's we did run a little late that's the music we gotta yep. get out of here but thank you for sticking with us and we hope you enjoy the show remember to review it it always uh, helps out the show and don't forget to like us follow us leave a comment and if you want us to talk
1: about something
0: and uh, let anything, us know
1: yeah let us know
0: All right. Hey, you guys take care out there. See you next time. All right. God bless. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Now, I want you to go check out one of the other best podcasts around. It's called the No Focus Radio Hour. It has comedy and insight from the greatest minds in the know. And how do I know? Well, because I'm part of that great show also. So please go check it out. It's available on all your podcasting apps. The No Focus. Focus Radio Hour.